You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us. I'm Sherry Kropp. And I'm Gab McRoberts, and we're your host for this podcast. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. And today we are joined by Captain Stephen Shakeshaft and Firefighter EJ Pullum with the Fable Fire Department. And they're going to talk about some of the fire training academies and a little bit about what they do every day in their job. Thank you for joining us. All right, good to be back, Kevin. Well, let's ta- start out talking a little bit. Tell me a little bit about a job of a firefighter and what it is that you guys do. Because I imagine it's a lot more than just riding in a truck and putting out fire. Yeah, most people are surprised to find out that we do more than just fighting fires. You know, 60% of our calls plus are EMS related, um, helping folks who may be in vehicle accidents or having heart attacks. We also have a lot of educational opportunities for our specialty teams. And, and I understand uh, 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 Firefighter Pullman, you're a master firefighter as well, right? Uh, yes, sir. I specialize in hazmat. Um, the city not only supports being firemen, but we also have a hazmat team that we're regional. We also have... Um, you have like a ser- you have like a search and rescue. We have a and- search and rescue team. Um, we have those that actually go outside of the state whenever they're called for. We have a lot of educational opportunities outside of just firefighting. Mm-hmm. So you have a um, you have a real wide field other than firefighting. And, and it, it must have been a hard journey to get to the point to be a, a master firefighter because you have to know just about every position on the truck and, and every job that you have to do. You do, but because we, we have a certain time frame for you to make master, you have a lot of opportunities and chances to learn to be able to do those positions correctly. Now, was this, was being a master or being a firefighter something you knew you wanted to do from a young age, or was it something you found yourself uh, going into? It, it I just kind of fell into it. Um, I went to school for my EMT, met a couple of firemen from Fayetteville, and I ended up going, right, doing a ride along and fell in love, and I've been here ever since. Excellent, excellent. Now, I know, uh, Captain, you guys have a lot of uh, recruiting initiatives. You go out, you, you reach out to the community. I, I see you on Facebook all the time promoting uh, different opportunities to be a Fable Firefighter. Tell me a little bit about some of the initiatives you have out there going. So one of the things that I like to focus on, specifically here in Fable, is as we hire people from all across the country, firefighting is a very competitive job. People want to be firefighters, and they're willing to go anywhere to do that. But I want to find people who care about Fayetteville, people who care about this community and want to serve this community. So I get to get out at all the local events, whether it be Fayetteville After Five, the Emoja Festival last weekend. I was out at that and and really get some targeted time where I can get one-on-one with people and not just pass them a flyer and say, hey, we're, we're taking applications, but really educate them on all the stuff we just talked about, the opportunities the city of Fayetteville offers that other departments don't, and we hire with no experience necessary. So I'm able to reach a much broader group of folks. Uh, one of my favorite quotes that Chief Willett always says is, I, I don't need you to be a good firefighter. We'll make you a good firefighter. I need you to be a good person. I can't teach you that. And there's lots of good people here in Fayetteville that I love getting out and reaching. And you really do have to have a heart for uh, serving people. Yeah, this job is about everything but yourself. Um, However, there is a little bit of selfish side, too, because when I get to help make somebody's day better, um, the worst day of their life, I get to help make it better. That makes me feel good, too. I'm not going to lie. So there's that little bit of selfish side there, too. And uh, so let's talk about um, for people that might be interested or have a slight interest in firefighting uh, or some sort of career in the firefighting. Um, 
what are some of the things that you would tell them in order to um, really drive that interest so that they would maybe come to one of your candidate orientation sessions? And we'll talk about that in just a minute, because I know that's one of the things that you do uh, actually before the application process. But what would you tell them? The, the biggest part of my job is being able to educate people on all the stuff that we do. Um, you might be in school for information technology. Well, people don't realize that we have an entire data analytics team, that that's all they do is planning and research and strategic planning. And that's an option with us on top of being a firefighter. Uh, they might want to be a teacher. They don't realize that we have an entire training division that I'm actually assigned to, who not only do we get to be firefighters and help people every day, but we get to teach the future generation of firefighters. If you're into science and chemistry, we have that hazmat team. So we really have a place for any type of person and type of work you're looking for. We have career opportunities if you're willing to learn and willing to serve. So let's talk about the candidate orientation uh, classes that you have that are for that purpose of kind of giving them a behind the scenes look uh, of what's involved in the firefighting field. Yeah. So what I like to do is every fall uh, in October, November and December, there will be multiple opportunities to come out, learn about the organization, who we are in the city of Fayetteville, learn about the process, how to make sure you fill the application out correctly, how you uh, uh, schedule each part of the process, make sure you do everything right to get in the door um, and also get your hands on our physical ability test. You can actually come out and practice the physical ability test and learn different techniques and tricks and body mechanics to help you. And we do some uh, interview skills training. One of the things that, that I've learned coming through the ranks is that interviewing for a job is a lost art. It really is. It's a skill. And I want to help people prepare for that, whether they work for us or not. I want to help sit young people in the community prepare for those situ life situations. And I know some of the challenges that you all have faced in the past has been um, recruiting a diverse workforce, women, um, minorities. Uh, and I know that uh, those are some of your goals uh, that you are working on. And if I can elaborate that on just a little bit, tell you why that's important. A, a lot of people hear the conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and, and walls go up, and it's hard to have that conversation. But representation is important. Uh, the city has really helped us and, and pushed us to make sure that not only do we have a diverse workforce, it's not just to be diverse. They want to make sure that we have different ideas, we have different backgrounds that solve problems differently, and also the kids of Fayetteville looking up to see role models that look like them, that's so important. Right. When we respond to a pregnancy call, when a woman gets off that fire truck who's having an, a pregnancy emergency, that is so important for that comfort level of that patient. So there's all sorts of benefits to the DEI that most people don't see that I love getting out and educating people on and how important it is to include everybody in this best job in the world. I know last year uh, you had a Women in Fire Service Day, yeah. uh, and I attended that. I thought that was pretty cool. And I'm going to ask um, Firefighter Pullum about that because you were there. So what are you hoping that some of the women will take away from attending that? Um, I just really want them to know that there are plenty of opportunities for women in the fire service. We have so many avenues for them to learn and grow, not only just in the department, but as a whole community Altogether, there's plenty of opportunities for education. Our schedule is great for, you know, for families. You get to spend more time with your children. But it's not just a male-dominated field anymore. We're seeing more and more women do this job and have great results with it. Naturally, women are nurturers, and that's what the fire department is all about for mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. And I saw some of those women going through the, um, I guess, the training uh, practices 
tiny little women going up the stairs with those hoes over the shoulder and man that was pretty impressive and i thought yeah if if they they really need to become a firefighter because they're skilled at that and, and it's all it's all about body mechanics and one of the reasons we have that women in the fire service day is a lot of women that i speak to think they can't do the job and it's simply not true yeah. we just need to work with them and show them the body mechanics of it that are unique to a female that let's face it Captain Shake Shaft has no idea. So we bring in our female firefighters in to help them with those body mechanics so they can learn how to do it. And and that's something that you're going to do annually? Yes, ma'am. It'll be coming up in October. We do not have a set date yet, but it will be in October, and we'll put that information out as soon as we got the date. Now, with all the candidate orientations and the Women uh, in Fire Service Day coming up, that's helping to prepare people for January because that's when you accept applications. Yes, sir. I understand. Yeah, so we accept applications every January. The first two weeks of January only is when you can apply for the fire department. The reason for that is the process is very extensive. Um, I don't want to discourage anybody, but this is a career that is well worth that time and weight and effort. So we take applications in January. All the testing takes place in February. That testing requires no fire knowledge whatsoever, and then interviews in March, and then we hire all year long off that pool. So I'm actually getting ready to hire about 20-some people uh, here soon that tested back in February and March. That's how long they've waited. Tell me a little bit about that testing process and how that works. All right. So there's a there's a written exam. That written exam requires no fire knowledge whatsoever. It's general 10th grade knowledge. Are you capable of learning? Uh, once you pass that, there's a physical ability test. That physical ability test requires no fire knowledge uh, whatsoever. We will work through you, work with you um, in preparing for that physical ability. Um, and there's videos on our website. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, in a few about the website. There's mm-hmm. videos on there so you can see what's expected of you. And that was going to be one of my next questions is um, how can people prepare for the testing process? So the best thing physically you can do is start now. Um, We talked about body mechanics. We can teach you the body mechanics, but you have to have that cardio base. So find you some stairs, find some hills, run stairs. Once you think you can't run anymore, stop, do some push-ups, then run some more. Build that cardio base up. We have bodybuilders who can't complete our test because they don't have the cardio base for it. So if you work on that, I'll work on the rest with you this fall. So if someone were interested in um, uh, doing the testing and the application process, where would they find that information at? So if you go to FayettevilleNC.gov slash fire, that's our website, and you can go to the careers and employment section. In the very first paragraph of that employment section is a link, and you click that, put your name and email address in there, and I will email you for those candidate orientations. I will will never call anybody unsolicited. You just put your name and email address in there, and I'll email you and let you know what's coming up. Talk a little bit about academy life. You know, what's it like when you're going through the academy? Is it, are you staying there? Are you staying at home and then you report to class every day? Um, You're staying at home, but you do come to class every day. The first part you do your PT, then the rest of the day it's kind of classwork in the classroom, and then you go to the hands-on portion. Um, You're really all in there kind of struggling and learning together. It's really about team building and building your skills as a family. I like to tell everybody it's what I like to call basic training light. PT every morning, physical and mental training all day long, but you get to go home and sleep in your own bed at night. You don't have to stay with us. <laughs> that must be benefit for a lot of people. Yeah, get to go home, see your kids, not be stuck here for six months long. Yeah. It, for you, what was your favorite part about the academy that stuck out in your mind the most? Um, seeing everybody grow. In the initial part, you know, you're kind of stumbling and struggling, and then at the end you're like, hey, we done it. It's just a proud moment. And when you got to your first posting, what was your, um, what was, what was it like for you the first time you, you reached your first uh, fire station, you went on the truck and you responded to your first call? 
I made it. <laughs> it was a it was a great feeling because you're, you're like you like uh, Captain kind of touched on. You're there helping people on their worst day, and for me, it was a privilege. Well, I appreciate it, uh, Captain and Firefighter uh, uh, Poland, for coming on and sharing all the great information about um, upcoming events and uh, training opportunities and application opportunities. Once again, where can people go? You can visit www.fablenc.gov slash fire. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fable 411. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play as well as the Google Play Music Podcast Portal. Radio Fable is also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fade TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FadeTV.net. And to get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.